You are listening to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. Welcome, everybody, to The Riding, DFS and betting podcast. It is Travelers Week. I love the Travelers Tournament. Um, I'm not going to actually get there this year. Planned on getting up to Cromwell, planned on swinging down to New Haven for some beats, but it is not going to happen. Um, it actually is, it ended up being, this weekend is my three-day member member. It's like the biggest tournament at my club. Um, it's just like, it's a raucous environment. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, six, nine hole matches. Um, it's like the event of the year at my club, so I just can't miss it. I'm not going to miss it. Um, that's that's all there's to it. Uh, I'm bummed because I like getting up to the Travelers, but not going to happen. Uh, U.S. Open was, model was pretty, pretty rock solid for the U.S. Open, right? We liked Fitzpatrick. I didn't bet him. Um, funny enough, it was down to Fitzpatrick and Lowry for me, and I went Lowry just because you know he was a bet he was better in the facets of the of the game to this point in the season that I really put emphasis on so i mean what can you do other than that morikawa looked pretty good um you know i got some some dms and some comments on twitter like what's with morikawa he didn't land in the model why are you betting him i kind of discussed it on the podcast you know he is kind of an auto bet for me um but i think that is going to come to an end until i see him play with a little bit more consistency he's kind of all over the place um but he did rate out really well on difficult courses obviously he was in the lead for most of Thursday and Friday so I feel like that play was warranted um but I do think I'm not going to just immediately pull the trigger on Morikawa every tournament going forward we've made our money on him uh we don't want to give it back unless it's the right number or the right spot but I did think 30 or 32, whatever we got at, was a really good number for Morikawa this week. Last week, I should say. Um, Really cool. Glad for, really happy for Matt Fitzpatrick. Like him a lot. Um, Did have him in a lot of DraftKings lineups. The the DK player pool was spot on this week. I just had one guy miss the cut in pretty much every lineup. Um, But, you know, like the, the guys at the bottom that we said we liked, Davis Riley, um, he was kind of popular though, but like the two low-owned players, and even Aaron Wise, but the two low-owned players that I specifically mentioned were Patrick Rogers and Cam Tringali, and they had pretty good tournaments. So I think the model was pretty spot on last week. Um, let's take a look at it this week. So the stats that I'm going to be looking at this week at the Travelers off the tee. Um, ball striking in general, right? So off the tee plus approach is really important, but off the tee is a lot closer to approach this week than normal, right? So I did put uh, a good amount of emphasis on good drives gain and strokes gain off the tee. The one thing that really pops here more so than any other course, you know, it like engulfs all the other stats is putting. And what I think happens is, you know, all the guys that hit greens in regulation, um, these greens aren't impossible to hit, right? It's not like a, you know, the final score is usually between like 15 and 20. Um, You see a lot of guys get greens in regulation. 
And then it just comes down to who makes the most putts. So I think this week I am going to put a little bit more emphasis on putting. You're going to see me on guys that normally putt well. Um, and that's not going to be the basis for my, the only basis for my picks. But um, let's take a look at what we are jamming into this model. Obviously, strokes gained approach. Instead of opportunities gained this week, I went with birdies or better gained. Here's the difference. Opportunities is just that. They have the opportunity for a birdie, right? So they're on the green for an eagle putt on par fives, or they're on the green with 15 feet or less for birdie on par fours or par threes. A birdie or better gained is actually converting that birdie. So it takes putting into account a little bit more, right? Who's converting those 15 footers? A guy like Colin Morikawa or on the lower end, like Emiliano Grillo, a guy who hits a lot of greens, but just is not a good putter. He's going to be up there in opportunities gained, right? He's going to have a lot of birdie opportunities. Not a great putter doesn't make him. Birdie or better kind of bumps the guys who are, you know, might not be hitting as many greens as a guy like Corey Connors uh, or Colin Morikawa, really good iron players, but they may overtake them in this birdies or better stat because they're the ones that are actually draining the putts. So that's why I use birdie or betters there. Obviously, um, form, I did look at short par 70s. Uh, guys that, you know, this course you definitely don't need driving distance. The average driving distance is only like 265 um, per per uh, par four or par five. So you don't need guys that are going to smash the ball. It it helps if you, if they, obviously, the closer to the hole you are, you know, if you're better with your wedges, it's going to be an advantage. But you don't need to absolutely pound the ball here. It's not a 7,700-yard course. So everybody's kind of in play. Uh, we also looked at what I already mentioned, off the tee and good drives gained as a combined driving stat. Um, the buckets this week, 150 to 175 is big. 125 to 150 will be big. And almost half the holes, 8 out of 18 holes, are 400 to 450 yards. Now, I like to look at both of those stats, right? And I think I mention this often, but I, I like to look at the proximity stats. I like to look at the whole yardage stats. Usually because there are certain players that hit the ball a little bit further. There are certain players that don't. There are certain players that, you know, have a number that they like to hit too. So on, you know, on a 400 yard par four, you could take out the driver and go 320 with it and have 80 yards in if you're really good with your gap wedge, or you cannot. And like, you know, on, on par four, 400 to 450 yard holes, you could lay back with your three wood and, and have a 125 or a 140 shot into the green if that's what you wish. I think the 400 to 450 stat encapsulates that a little bit better, right? Uh, guys that play a different way might hit to a number or might bomb it all the way, try to drive the green basically and then just have a, a flip wedge in. That 400 to 450 yard stat encapsulates all that, right? Because it's how you perform on holes of that length. Whereas putting in 125 to 150 or 150 to 175, there might be a player in this field that doesn't have that shot this week because they're a bomber or because they hit the ball a little bit shorter than everybody else and they might have like 185 in to all those 150 to 175 proximities so I like to look at all of it sand saves is in there as well um Pete Dye obviously oh, I did look at Pete Dye course specialist as well but sand saves 
I mean, you know Pete Dye. He bunkers the fairways. He bunkers the greens. Um, he likes to make it a little bit difficult with those high lips. So those are in there as well. Sand saves. Let's look at the model top 10. You're going to be surprised because number one in the statistical model is Mito Pereira. I already have a bet on him at 50 to 1. He is 100% on the card. In fact, I think I got a pretty good number. Tweeted out Monday morning. Does anybody see something better than 50 to 1 on Mito? Um, got some replies that it came out at 66 to 1 offshore. Um, then FanDuel had it at 51. I think that was the best it ever got anywhere because he's like down to 35 to 1 everywhere else now. I still like him at that number, but he just rates out extremely, extremely well. Um, he was a surprise to me that he was at number one. I was, you know, I would have guessed that he hits the top 10, but man, he's first in the, in good drives and sixth and off the tee. He's seventh in approach. So when you put a premium on ball striking, and you got a guy that's sixth off the tee, seventh in approach, and first in good drives gained. He's just going to absolutely, absolutely pop. But, I mean, he's also top 10 in form. He's top 10 in birdies or better. He's top 10 in the par 4 range and the 125 to 150 proximity. Uh, I'm probably going to have him a lot on DK. I don't know if he's going to be popular or not. Mito's my guy this week, though. Um, Rory rates out second. Obviously, Rory's been playing really well. Um, off the tee, he is inside of the top 10 for approach off the tee and good drives gained. So, I mean, he's kind of in that same range as Mito, Mito, premium ball striker. We saw what he did last week. We saw that he's on this kind of this epic run where he is just playing out of his mind in contention every time he tees it up. Three is Tony Finau. Missed the cut at the U.S. Open, played like shit, but I think that will be an advantage for him. I'm, I'm toying with the idea of betting Tony, but I'm definitely going to have him on, on DraftKings, especially since I think a lot of people that were burned by him won't go back to him. He's second off the tee, 16th in approach, and 16th in good drives gained. The ancillary stuff that he is good at, 5th from the par 4 distances, 7th in overall form, and I just think it's a good bounce back spot at low ownership for Tony on DraftKings. Number four, Justin Thomas. JT would probably be number one in this model if he was not errant off the tee, right? So, like, he's 17 or better in every stat. 17 or better in every stat. He's just 88th in good drives gained. And the issue with that at River Highlands is there's a good amount of water on the course. So if you get errant with your tee shots, you could be hitting three from the fairway instead of two. Um, but he's sixth in birdies or better, fifth in the proximity of 150 to 175, 10th in sand saves, sixth in form, ninth in putting, and 11th in approach. I mean, just absolutely dominant. So that's why he's fourth and not one, right? I'm not saying don't play JT or don't bet JT, etc. I'm just saying that's why he's fourth and not first in this model. Um, Scheffler is a bit errant off the tee as well. Um, he is, he's actually inside the top 25 in good drives game, but he's not great in strokes gain off the tee over the last 24 rounds. But he is second in the par four distances, um, 125 to 150. He's seventh and he's inside the top 25 for sand saves. So I like Scheffler this week as well. 
Um, Sammy Burns. He rates well on approach and putting. Um, Burns can get loose with the driver as well. He's got a 55th and a 44th ranking in good drives and off the tee, respectively. He's similar to Scheffler and JT, right? Like everything just rates out except you need them to hit fairways. Um, Will Z's tough, man. After that heartbreaker, I don't know if his head's going to be in the right place. This isn't a major. So maybe, I don't know, the putter doesn't work at majors like it does. Uh, it won't work at Travelers like it does at majors. Uh, but he rates out well. He is 5th off the tee, 10th in approach, 4th in form, 7th in birdies, 1st in 150 to 175. Hard to fade him. I'll probably have him in DraftKings. I don't think I could get to him in the betting market. Uh, 8 is Joaquin Neiman. He is a player that is trending in the right direction. Um, he's on my quote-unquote peaking list on fantasy points, um, which means, you know, the more recent you shrink the model, the better he looks. He's fourth off the tee and inside the top 20 for good drives, birdies, and total form. I really like Neiman this week. I think he can make some noise. My guy, Aaron Wise, did us well last week. Um, so he's top 10 in the model again at number 9. He has top 10 ratings in approach, form, birdies, proximity 150 to 175. He's similar to Neiman in that he is someone who is trending up as well. Keegan stays in New England. I think he has a better chance of winning this tournament than he did last week. And guys were on him last week. So let's stay on the Keegan train. Really cool to see everybody like loving on him last week. Um, good guy. Deserves it. But he rates out 10th off the tee. 10th in the par 4 ranges, 5th in birdies, ninth in form, 12th in putting, which is actually a surprise, um, and inside the top 20 on approach and sand saves. So I like Keegan this week. That rounds out the top 10 of our statistical model. Okay, so let's talk about what we like at the top, right? So there are six five-figure players. I think I like JT the best, even though he's fourth in the model. Rory as well. And Cantley too. I think I'm going to leave Sam Burns alone. Maybe I like Scheffler more than JT. That's going to be a tough one. Cantley is a, he's not playing well. I think he's going to be low owned. But he is a Pete Dye specialist. Like off the charts first in Pete Dye courses. You know, Pete Dye is known for the bunkering. He's known for the double dog leg par fives. Uh, he's known for, you know, making you put your tee shot in a certain spot, um, blind approaches, that type of thing. Angles, right? And there's not a lot of straightforward holes, a lot of um, mini dog legs or, you know, just blind greens. And for whatever reason, Cantley crushes those courses. So I do like on DraftKings getting a little Cantley because I think he'll be the least popular of the six five-figure players. And I think he's got a good shot to outperform all of them, to be honest. Um, don't love Cantlay. But at this course, at this tournament, don't mind the putting him in a few DraftKings lineups. But I do like Rory. I do like Scheffler. I do like JT. Probably going to avoid Xander and Sam Burns. However, um, the allotment there, you know, how many of each guy I have. Usually I play 20 lineups. Um, we'll see. 
the 9K range. So we already mentioned Neiman, Finau, Keegan. I think that is enough in the 9K range. If you want to add one more, I do like uh, going back to Sungjae, who failed us last week. Man, Spieth is in the 9K range too. Spieth is the recipient of the most awkward thumbs up at the Travelers in 2017 I've ever seen. He holed out from the bunker and Daniel Berger with like, it looked like he was ready to cry. Uh, he raised a half-hearted thumbs up with the, the most awkward smile on his face. Check that picture out. In fact, I'll tweet it out. Um, just the most awkward thumbs up congratulatory I've ever seen in any sport, in any facet of life, looked so awkward as he raised his thumb and, you know, almost held, and held back a flurry of tears as Spieth chipped in to win. Neither here nor there. Really like the 9K range. Um, in order, probably Finau, Keegan, Neiman, Spieth, M. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to play all those guys, though. Um, so I'll probably not have much Jordan, to be honest. But I will play the other four a good bit. In the 8K range, so we already talked about Aaron Wise, Mito's number one in the model, and that was pretty much it for the model. Um, I do like Davis Riley. Obviously, he's playing really well. He's trending up. He is fourth in total form, third in birdies or better gain, and, you know, he just rates out well across the board. Uh, 17th in approach, 11th in putting. The only thing that might get him are his, he's, he's 50th off the tee. So, or no, I'm sorry, 45th off the tee, which isn't great. Um, but I don't mind Davis Riley here this week. Uh, Brian Harmon usually plays this tournament well. So he's like a course horse type play. But two guys that I think stick out a ton to me in the low 8K range because of their putting is Denny McCarthy and Keith Mitchell. Both very good putters, both very good out of the sand as well. Like their short game is immaculate, both guys. McCarthy played well last week. He's 13th in form, second in putting, second in sand saves. Nothing else looks really good right? Nothing else is off the charts. Nothing else is, you know, like alarming. Um, but I think if it's a tournament where he can get it in, you know, he could be decent ball striking and just hit greens. That Denny's somebody that can make a bunch of putts. Same thing for Keith Mitchell. Keith Mitchell is actually a better, you know, he's a better ball striker than, uh, better off the tee at least. Than Denny McCarthy. So I like Mitchell because he's kind of in that like hot putter category. Whereas, you know, I would never take a hot putter. Like there's most tournaments I don't even care about putting. I don't even look at it that much. But this tournament, um, putting does come into play a little bit more. So I have like a category of, you know, can get hot with the putter as long as they hit greens type tier. Mitchell and McCarthy in the AK range make a lot of sense to me. Let's look at the 7K range. Um, I like Bezedenhut a little bit. He is um, he's good from a few of those proximity ranges. He's really good out of the sand. 
I wouldn't have a ton of him. Probably won't bet him or anything like that, but I don't mind him on DraftKings as a sprinkle because I don't think he'll be popular. Kind of been off off the map for for a little bit. Who else do we like in the 7K range? Patrick Rogers is out. He's withdrawn. I really liked him. Um, Mackenzie Hughes is one of those type of, you know, gets the hot putter. He's really good from the 150 to 175 proximity where most of his approach shots are going to come from. Um, so he's kind of in that hot putter range. Um, maybe go back to Cam Tringali this week after he showed up last week at the U.S. Open. He is 17th in birdies or better. So I like that. 30th in the 125 to, to 150 proximity. And that, I mean, the 7K range just is not looking lovely to me. Maybe CT Pan, uh, as long as his back's okay. And Anurban Lahiri. Lahiri's 11th off the tee, 15th in form, 18th on those par four. Actually, I do. I like Lahiri and I like CT from that low 7K range. If you need a low 7K player, um, Lanto rates out really well from all those ranges. He is. 24th in good drives. Um, he's like top 30 in pretty much everything except sand saves. So I don't mind. Lanto, low 7K, definitely won't be owned much. And Troy Merritt's a, uh, one of those guys that is really good with the short game, right? First in putting, fifth in sand saves. 33rd in birdies. So I do like Merritt. So Merritt, Denny McCarthy, Mackenzie Hughes. Who's the other guy? Keith Mitchell. All guys that, that are, are good putters that, you know, if that's what it takes this week, I like those guys. Let's scroll down a little bit more and see if anybody pops from the 6K range. I, I'm actually kicking myself because I told you guys not to take any 6K players last week. Went back and looked at my model uh, after Joel Damon played so well and finished highly, and he was the highest rated 6K guy. So anymore, I'm not going to just blindly say don't play 6k players i'm going to tell you who the highest rated 6k players are uh in the stat model in case you do want to play a 6k player so let's get scrolling here and see who pops first in the stat model from the 6k range it is going to be nate lashley all right so nate lashley is 27th uh, in approach. He's 25th in good drives. That's a good combo. 16th in birdies or better game. Kind of like Nate Lashley if you need a 6,500 player. And then we have John Huh at 27 overall in the stat model. He's first from that 150 to 175 yard range. 17th in good drives. And that's about it. None of the none of the other... Uh, oh, JT Poston's a really good putter, so he could be potentially considered... Uh, in that that quote-unquote putter range um, or that putter tier of players all right but card will be out on twitter fairly soon and i will uh, the article's up on fantasy points if you are a fantasy points subscriber good luck in all of your travelers bets and DraftKings lineups i will be just hitting shot after shot this weekend I probably won't watch a lick of... Actually, that's not true. In between rounds um, and after rounds, I will probably be at the uh, one of the bars at the club and 
you know, they'll have all the TVs on the on the tournament. So I probably will watch a little bit, but I won't be like zoned in, dialed into everything that's happening. Um, but anyway, good luck in your bets, in your lineups. I will talk to you next Monday or Tuesday. See ya.